Hey, it's me, Gary. Previously on the Adventure Zone graduation. Oh boy, I don't even know where to start. Um, so the Fearbulg, Argo, and Fitzroy enrolled at the school, right? Then they got caught up in a whole lot of shenanigans. Fitzroy learned that his magic came from a being called Chaos. Chaos had big plans for Fitzroy, but Fitz said no. So in retaliation, Chaos took the powers away. Since then, Fitz has been trying to access his own magic, but it's been difficult. Luckily, Fitz's magic mentor, Festo, helped him party his cares away. The Fearbulg came to the school after being excommunicated from his clan. He has only returned once after the Guardian of the Unknown Forest gave him a message that the clan needed him. Turns out, that message came from the Fearbulg from the future. Seems the laws of reality are breaking down, which, you know, seems bad to me. Argo has been seeking vengeance against a real piece of work called the Commodore. The Commodore is responsible for the death of Argo's mom, and he's also been causing trouble for the Thundermen for a while now. It seems like Order and Chaos are working together to bring a Hell Dimension over to our plane. Then, their army of demons will attack all over the planet, and the resulting chaos will cause a paradigm shift and allow change to sweep across the planet. It's up to our boys to stop them and save countless lives. So, the Thundermen have returned to the school, but there's an army of demons standing in their way. They need to get their old pal, the Zorn, to help them dig a secret tunnel. The plan is to sneak inside Groundsy's hut and burrow to the school to connect with their allies inside. I think that about sums it up. Argo and Fearbulg, you come awake, you you come alive, one might say. But before we do, before we get into this, before we set the scene, you've all leveled up. Yes. True. Yeah. You've all leveled up two levels. You're all a powerful level 13 now. Oh, lucky 13. Uh, let I want to start off with Argonaut Keen. What does Argonaut Keen look like at level 13? Well, let's see. Up to 94 hit points. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, I went with a new feat. Ooh, you have three feet now. I had feats that I've I've only used once. Okay. Um, dual wielder, which I've been using. But I have the feat actor and athlete. Uh-huh. And you told us, think outside the box. Yep. So I have added the feat of telekinetic. What? Huh. Why? Okay. What? Huh? I don't, I don't, I just, just, just throwing it out there. Yeah. No, no, no. I said, I said, this is our last leveling. Have, have some fun, fun with, with it. it. Yeah. That's about the most, telekinesis is about the most fun you can have. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Zapped? There's a I lot of fun. Have. They have a lot of raunchy fun with telekinesis. <laughs> and a lot of horrific fun, too, by the way. Zapped is basically of, yeah. like Carrie Light Carrie in a lot of film. ways. Okay. What is what is telekinetic? Uh, I mean, obviously, I know what it allows you to do, but what's the actual feat allow you to do? You learn the mage hand spell and okay. can make this mage hand invisible. You can also attempt to shove a creature with your mind. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Anything else? I did pick up, um, I don't know where it would be. It would be under features uh, if you did features have Features and traits. Oh, there we go. Elegant maneuver. Yeah, you get your roguish archetype feature. Yeah, you can use a bonus action on your turn to gain advantage on the next acrobatics or athletics check you make during the same turn. 
What is your roguish archetype? Is it Swashbuckler? Is that what? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is your new roguish archetype maneuver. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Great. Uh, let's say Fearbulk. You are up. Great. Um, it's pretty boring over here in Druid Town for level eleven to level thirteen. I basically just it's added. Boring two. here in Druid Town. I basically just added two more to my wisdom. I bet you got some cool new spell slots, though. Nope. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe you can turn into uh, a big, uh, nope. bigger bird. Oh. Any, uh, you didn't take any feats? No, I took two wisdom points so I could get up to 20 and have a plus five. Okay. He wants that strong. He wants that strong. I want to be incredibly powerful. I thought outside the box and just got more proficient at something. Okay. That is outside the box for us. Fair. Uh, and, and then we have uh, then we have Fitzroy Mablecourt. Yeah, so I've uh, I've I've found sort of the Thunderman inside me, uh, and and really reconnected with with my own interior Thunderman. Uh, and we talked about this a little while ago when Chaos sort of took took back their uh, magical abilities that they had given me, and now my source of magic is a different thing. So I've, I've ripped Sir Fitzroy Maplecourt right down to the studs and uh, rebuilt him with a new sort of subclass situation. So no longer am I a wild magic sorcerer and uh, wild uh, uh, barbarian. Now I am a storm sorcerer and a path of storm barbarian. Uh, which gives me a lot of new, a lot of new features. Basically, everything about rolling random stuff to turn into a potted plant—that's that's been replaced with now. I can make lightning and thunder come out of down my under bot, my body from down under. Sure, that's not it's not specified where I make the thunder come out of me. Um, but yeah, there's there's a sort of that's that's the main flavor. There's honestly there's a lot, and I'm not going to go over all of it because I imagine it will come out. Uh, sort of in play, but uh, yeah, I, I I have different sort of storm flavored stuff now that I can Excellent. do. Yeah, you're a lightning lad now, and I love it. Well, okay. I'm a, I'm a thunderman and a lightning lad. Lightning lad will be when I take a ward. Yeah, on the yeah. ward will be lightning lad. But I love that. We'll, yeah, we'll cross that bridge. I love too. that. Uh, so uh, Fitzroy, you are already awake, and I believe if if I'm not mistaken, dry heaving. Um. Over yeah. in a little glade there. Uh I finished and you know, some some squirrels or whatever saw me and I got kind of embarrassed. But I finished yeah. I finished. Did one of them come over to check on you? Um no. No, my noises were quite bad. Oh, okay. Um and and you uh you Argo and Fearbulger being gently gently roused by uh by Festo. Oh, good morning. <laughs> Yes. Um, yes. Um, hi, Festy. How are you, Festo? Festo. Festo. How are you? How how did did you enjoy the party? Yeah. I, um, I suppose you know it's one of those parties where I guess the effectiveness is is equal to how little you remember of it. Yes, you must have been pretty exhausted. You've been asleep for three weeks. Oh my! Oh, God. oh no! Boy. No, not oh, really. Ha ha ha! Just a festo they joke. Got us again. Oh, I, I was going to have to have my fantastic haircut uh, touched up. My head is a fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you know an uh, anti-poison spell of any of any sort? That you can do. Ah, good drugs, though, huh? <laughs> did you have fun? This has been really a hoot, and I did. Yeah, I did sort of. I mean, the drugs hit so hard that I did level up. So I, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I imagine that's a trick that you can't pull off more than once. Yes, uh, I but, got uh, the drugs from Walter the White, a powerful okay. wizard. Come on, oh, please. No, that, no, that you probably thought of that in the shower this morning. No, I didn't just you? thought of it just now. Actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so thanks for the cr- great party, and I feel a lot more confident in my magic, which I imagine was sort of the plan all along, but we do gotta go sp- save the school now, or destroy mm. it. I don't know that we've really settled on a course of action yet. 
Well, before we head back, I, I have uh, drinks for you. They are, it's uh, juiced up gators, alligators. Uh, this is, it will aid you and make you feel much aid. better. I will decline. You don't want any Gatorade? I'll drink oh, no. his Gatorade. Okay. Travis, when did you turn into me? Uh, a long time ago, Dad. Yeah, about true. 30 That's years yeah. ago or so. Ship sailed. Come on, dude. <laughs> Uh, so the four of you head back. Um, you're not sure what the time is. I mean, the sun has clearly been up for a little while by the time you make it back. Uh, and everybody has been looking for you. There was a plan. What needed happened. Uh, Gordy meets you and is like, Wait, where have you been? We need to open up a portal and get the Zorn over. Have you forgotten all of this stuff we were supposed to do this morning? Nah. Listen, can we just... Can we just move on? Can we just ignore the fact that we weren't here for a bit? We got stronger, okay? We had to and go ignore somewhere. the fact that you look like shit. Well, I'll ignore that you're being rude right now. Okay. Um, yeah, but it's fine. It was all for the bigger, bigger picture. You know, it's all part okay. of the plan. Um. Well, Festo, I'm ready whenever you are. Yes, Festo is ready always. Okay. Um, so here's what I need from the three of you. I want you to try to picture the Zorn, right, that, that we're trying to contact. Uh, just try, just hold that memory in your mind as best you can. And the better you hold on to it, the easier we'll be able to pinpoint his location. Can you do that? It's been so, literally so long. I'm just going to think of a big nasty mole. Is that okay? Sure. Uh, all three of you make a wisdom check for me. I got an eight. Okay. Dad has rolled a perception check. I got an 11. On your perception check? Uh-huh. Okay. We'll still hold it. What about you? It should say in the history, it, the dice disappeared. <laughs> but it was good. I remember being good. Can anybody see? Hold on. Wait. <laughs> oh, fuck. That one's an eight. But the first one was so good. Dang it. It's an eight. Oh, no. It was a 22. Thank you. Okay, let's go with that. Yes. That's a lot better. That is very good. That is good. You, you're you really carrying uh, everybody else here. Uh, so with that uh, with that 22, thankfully for your book, you are able to uh, hold that memory in your mind very clearly, um, and they're able to lock onto that. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there's, there's some swirling portal magic uh, where Festo is actually making the circle themselves as uh, Gordy is following them around and that magic begins uh, to kind of coalesce and solidify into uh, about an eight-foot diameter circle. And you see this more or less pathway, this uh, opening to a tunnel. And they say, we can hold it open for a little while. Um, we can give you about like 10, 15 minutes uh, don't go too far. Uh, go get them. Bring them back. Go get them. Bring them back. It's a big mole monster. It's not a. It's not a a terrier. Well, I mean, ask ask him to come back then. Enlist him. Is that clearer? I guess. Uh, all right. Sure. Why not? I mean, there's a portal. Let's go through the portal. It has that plan has yet to fail us. So you enter uh, the elemental plane of Earth. Uh, you are standing in a tunnel lit only by glowing stones in the walls. Um, and, you know, with that with that 22, with that very good 22, luckily you remember that before he left, the Zorn told you that he had Gmail, geology mail, and you got his <laughs> right. address before That's he right. left. I remember now. Uh, and you can send the emissive through the rocks themselves. So you should be able to contact him that way. Now, the problem is he didn't quite give you details on how that worked exactly. Hmm. That seems more like your thing, Master Fearbulk. Like talking to nature and stuff. Well, um, we are in an elemental plane. I 
Ugh. Does anyone see any rodents? Any or uh, other animals? Ah, uh, mosquito, fantasy porcupine. Oh, you know what? I believe I see a fantasy porcupine right over there. And I walk up to the fantasy porcupine that I see. You know what, Griffin? Roll a d20. Don't add anything to it. Just tell me what it is. A 15. I think that's a, I think I cleared the bar for a fantasy porcupine being existent. I don't know. Well, I don't love this. <laughs> I don't love this. That's the sound fantasy porcupine makes. I don't know what you yeah, want man. from me. You asked for this. Now what? All right. I'm casting Speak with Animals. Hey, man, how's it going? Very good. It's a pleasure. Yeah. I'm a rockupine. Rockupine. This is good. Um, do you know a giant mole named Gordy? Uh, no. Oh, fuck. I mean, that's just not his name. It's just Zorn. His name is Zorn Zorn. Zorn. Who's Gordy? Gordy, Gordy is was... the Lich King. <laughs> This is embarrassing. Dang. I know this happens a lot. Gordy's the Lich King, right? That's yes. Uh huh. Rainier's dad. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I'm finally getting it. <laughs> can't you can't introduce these characters months ago and expect me to keep up with you? I've been talking tapestry. about him for the last three episodes. Me, he just I'm... opened a portal for you ten minutes ago. I was really distracted thinking about finding the giant mole named Gordy as well, and I thought it was weird how they had the same name. Mm, yeah. Let me try again. Do you know the giant mole named Zorn? Zorn Zorn or Zorn Smith? I... Is one a giant mole? Yes, Zorn Zorn is a giant mole. What is... What is Zorn Smith? Zorn Smith is a rock. Hmm. It would be neat to talk to Rock, but I... I can get him if you want. No, Zorn Zorn, please. Yeah, just send him a Gmail. (sighs) Right. I don't know how to send a Gmail. It's embarrassing my grandkids try to teach me. Yeah, it's simple. You just write your message addressed to Zorn Zorn. Then you put it on a rock, you write it on a rock, and you slam it on the ground. Um... Won't that heat it up too much? It seems like that could create hot mail. No, no, it tastes pretty cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, all right. I, I will try this. I write on rock. Mm-hmm. Then smash the rock on the ground. It doesn't have to smash. You can just hit it on the ground. Oh, my friend, it will smash. Oh. Do you... This is embarrassing, but do you have a rock? I mean, there are rocks everywhere. This is the elemental plane of Earth. I pick up uh, uh, a rock. Any special rock? Are you looking for any qualifications here, Jamie? I'm looking for one that's vaguely, like, has a flat surface, a large flat surface that I can ride on. Do an investigation check for me. An investigation check to find rocks. Yeah, to find a good flat writing rock. Uh, fucking absolute one critical failure. No, no. Yeah, you. Boy, this is the momentum. This is the storytelling momentum you want when you're this. You close only to the find end. a ch- like weird sized chunks of rocks. You can still ride on it. You can still use it. Uh, it's just gonna. You're just gonna have to choose your words very carefully. Uh, yeah, I'll have to shorten it. Um, I'll I'll write on there. I I have some uh, charcoal also with me. So all right on there. Um, new rock. Who this? And I smash on the ground. Uh, nothing happens because you didn't address it to anybody. Come on. I fi- okay, I'll, I'm doing another perception check for better rocks. Okay. Then in that case, or no, it's investigation check. You have roll, wasn't it? Yeah. This is a shame because I got a 27. I bet I found a piece of rock that looks exactly like paper yeah. and is paper, basically, but still. You a found a, a, a thin enough piece of rock that you could even fold it if you wanted to. Yeah, but that was not what I got. What I got is an investigation check of two. Well, I say you're not. Jesus. Well, uh, you perceive it, but you can't find it. And you end up finding just another, it's slightly better chunk. Can I, I just. Look at, I, I, look a- at the, I look at the rocky pine. The first rock was not good enough, so I smash it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. 
You know how it is. Makes complete sense, man. Don't worry about it. I write at the top, Zorn, Zorn. Uh, and then below that, um, Zorn, we are in need of your aid. Love, Fearbulk. I smash that, and then I get another rock. And I write Zorn, Zorn at the top, and then I say, I'm sorry, I said love in the last one, I panicked. Love, fear <laughs> smash on the ground. For a moment, nothing happens. Uh, and then you start to, just on the edge of your perception, there are some vibrations. Um, and then the vibrations continue to grow. It's not like a rumble, it's not a shake, it's just like, a, almost like a humming, you know, a, a buzzing. Uh, and then the Zorn steps through the rock, uh, and he looks at you three, and he's so excited to see all oh, my friends. It's my friends, Fenris, Arbus, and the Fearbulg. That's us. Got it in one. How you been? Good to, it's been good so to long. See you, Zorn. Yeah, it's been a few semesters. Uh, um, hey. Did you have fun during your little uh, adventure over in Nua when you when you came over for let's call it a vacation? Well, I I wasn't wild about it, but you guys helped me get home, Zorn. I I owe you so much. We well, well we've been doing. We kind of want to return the favor, yeah. We've been doing a lot of fun stuff over there to remodel it to make it sort of more Zorn friendly. I th- I think oh. you're gonna have a way better time this 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 loop. Wait, you want me to come back? Yeah, it's important. Well, I don't know. Do you guys have rock over there? Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have a few of them, a few different kinds. We got, we got rock. We got jazz. We got classical. You like jazz, Zorn? You like jazz? I love jazz. <laughs> no, listen. Um, there's a big thing happening over there that is uh potentially catastrophic, and in order to stop it, we're gonna have to have a big tunnel. And uh-huh. we we dig it ourselves. We're str- we're like really strong. But yeah, you're a little lot stronger and a little taller. Look at these guns. Look at these guns. Yeah, but time's kind of a factor. So can you come and do that that wild thing you do where you gobble up a hole that we can go through? For you guys, for Fenris, anything. Cool. Can you help me collect some of these diamonds here to take with it for road snacks? Can we take the diamonds and give you other things as snacks? Oh, I don't know. Diamonds are my favorite. They're extra crunchy. Uh, sure. Yeah, I guess eyes on the prize. Yeah, all around the ground. Now that uh, he said it, you realize that like a lot of the the rocks there are not just simple rocks. They're just huge hunks of uncut diamonds. I want to. Can I just take some of them? Yeah, just fill a bag, man. Fill a bag up with some diamonds. Yeah, great. Hell yeah, dude. I need some diamonds, too. Yeah. Yeah, I want diamonds. It's choice. Man, D&D is so, f- it's so fucking easy. Yeah. You just get the diamond. Like, you just get the diamonds. They're infinite diamond spells. They're just there, dude. All yeah? right. You All right. The diamonds. So where to? Uh, Back through that sort of extra dimensional hole. That's how Oh, that one? Yeah. Okay. And he follows you through. Okay, don't be a stranger. Write me a Gmail. I will Gmail work on my plane. You got to make sure that your rock is set to Earth plane mode. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> that's the best one. Yeah, that's yeah, the best thanks. one. Thanks. That's the best one. Very proud of you, Griffin. Thank you. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up 
that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Uh, so now that you're all together, uh, the the team of you, Zorn, Althea, Hieronymus, Gordy, Festo, and the three of you make your way over to the planned beginning of your tunnel to the school. I'm talking, of course, about Groundsy's Hut. Now you're able to move at the edges of the unknown forest. I want uh, all three of you to make a stealth check for me. Um, while we're sne- sneaking, can I uh, ask Althea a question? Sure you can. Uh, uh, I got a sixteen. Uh, Althea, how goes? How did the um, project to acquire us, like sacred demon killing weaponry, turn out? Because that might be actually pretty applicable for the situation we're in. Um. Well, and uh, she reaches uh into her bag and withdraws a a small dagger. Um, like almost like letter opener size. Uh, it's got no cross piece it's just a simple kind of stiletto uh you know like almost like a shiv really uh oh. and, and she says i this was all like, i i had plans to get bigger this was you know kind of the first one i could kind of get out uh 
I mean, it's called the Serpent's Tooth. Um, supposedly, of course it is. Of course it is. I hold it out like a stinky shoe and hand it towards Argo. This is yours. Oh, um, thank. I didn't get you anything. It's. I didn't uh, either. This is. I wanted like a big, you know, a sword with a face on it or something wild, yeah. like a axe with wings. Ugh. I mean, okay. So give me some deets on this uh, wicked, wicked knife. The, a lot of this stuff is lore. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of we got to kind of read between the lines a little bit. But it supposedly it it says it. Okay, once again, grain of salt, god poison. Nice. Okay. Okay. But like, what the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, it's not it like pretty self-explanatory. But like, I know what rat poison does. Right. I mean, I guess that's true, but. It's, I, I. It's like weed killer, right? It says it right there. It says right. I'm there just saying, maybe don't scroll. put too much sock into thinking that that's specifically what it does. It, it's not like we could test it. You know what I mean? Listen, let me say this: <laughs> if you meet a god that needs killing and you don't put this in it, this seems like a wasted effort. Yeah. Oh no, me. absolutely, like yeah. Good yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying don't try it. I would just right. say, don't get cocky. Well, yeah. I'm at- <laughs> all right. Don't, don't, you're saying, don't stab the god with the thing and then start flossing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't start reading off the fucking uh, uh, Brooklyn and ad. Yeah, right. <laughs> After you stab it. <laughs> okay. I'll keep that in mind. And I rolled a 28, by the way. Still. Yeah, of course you did. Fuck. And Fearball, uh, what did you roll for stealth? Um, I roll. See, I gotta scroll back up in the thing, and then there's the thing, and I got a seventeen. Uh, okay, yeah, the three of you uh successfully make uh your way through the edge of uh, uh, uh the unknown forest, and you approach Groundsies from the rear, uh, and you approach that uh he has a a locked back door as well. It's an intricate lock. Uh, and you know, no one but the greatest lock picker. Can you not just sneeze in the lock's direction and it just goes flying off of the door at this point? Can you not just think, wink at right? the lock and it just sort of slides out of the the chamber? I mean, talking to Argo? Yeah. Do you mean the greatest rogue of our generation or perhaps any generation? Yes. Yeah. Talking about, okay. I'm talking about loop, looping the turd over there. But <laughs> do I mean is Groundsy watching us? I mean, you don't see Groundsy anywhere. He may be okay. inside. Oh, that's a good point. Let's, let's knock. Well, I, let me. I need practice. Okay. Can I first? I'm going to check the lock to see if it's booby trap. Fuck yeah! God, it's been so long since you picked the lock. I wondered if you were going to remember. But you, yeah, you cried. That's great. That's great stuff. So what do I roll for that? I didn't remember that part. Investigation. That would be a 19. Uh, so with a 19, you see that there are uh, inset on the sides of the lock. Uh, there are some runes there. Um, and and you're pretty sure that those runes need to be scratched away before you can pick the lock or, or something very bad might happen. Okay. Well, then um, I get a scratching. Yeah, you do. The lock goes, oh, that's it. Right there. Right there. Yeah, right I love there. it. Uh, but, oh, yeah. How did you know I was nasty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now you're you're safe to pick that there lock. Give me um, a dexterity check uh, using your dexterity modifier there plus your proficiency bonus. So whatever you roll is going to be plus 10. Um, and you have an advantage because you have your thieves tools with you. Okay, so dexterity check. That is a 16. Plus 10. And plus 10, which is 26. And then that is a 14 plus 5, 19 plus 10, 29. Okay. Man, this rogue thing is really working out for yeah, me. Yeah, it's great. You're so pretty, easy. pretty good at it now. Yeah, the lock, you hear that satisfying 
that you always crave when you're picking a lock uh, and you're able to open the door, you enter, the, you quietly close the door behind you and it's dark, uh, very dark. Um, the, the windows must be painted over and you hear a, a grumbling voice from the darkness say, Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing in my hut? Whew. Grouncy, you're not a god, are you? No. Okay, all right, just ask him. Just a Groundsy. Groundsy? Yes? Do you remember us? <laughs> we should just so, Of course you're my best friends. What? <laughs> Sir Fitzroy Mabelcourt, nine nymphs enter at the realm of Good oh, Castle. The Fearbog, of course, uh, who was uh, excommunicated from his clan and came here because oh, no. he was saving for the winter. Oh, and there. There, of course, is my favorite of all. Argonaut <laughs> Keen. Son of Shabby Keen, the former captain of the Mariah. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen the three of you. While we have a moment, uh, first, let me welcome you back to the narrative. So good to be here. I was told that I was going to be a series regular, but... I was going to ask, when this began, did you think you would play a larger part in the events that unfolded? I mean, on on the first day, I was fourth on the call sheet. Right. Yeah. Now it's just been you and Sabor kind of kicking it by crafty. Just wait. What, what happened? Did you see opportunity and let them fly by? I actually or have a spin-off show. Wearing? I've been doing my own spin-off podcast. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Gotta go where the money is. Um, it's called Ground Rules. And I'll... <laughs> that's great, Groundsy. We do not need you, though, is the thing oh. we're mostly sort then of... Then why did you of, come to my hut? Uh, we needed to get inside the school, and this was kind of the most sort of, um, well, I'll be honest, unpopular place to be. We knew that no one would be visiting. Nobody would have any interest in taking it over or um, sort of in in our, in our defense, we didn't even think that you would be here. Right. Mm-hmm. Judging by the past year or so. I've been here waiting for you to come visit. Oh, oh no. Oh, this is no, I am just kidding. I have a rich life. <laughs> and uh, um, this is when Groundsy turns on the lights. You see, I've been busy with my collection. Oh. And as the lights mm-hmm. flicker on, you can see that every inch of the walls is covered in shelves. And on those shelves are countless porcelain figures. And they're all different sizes, shapes, and colors, but they are all unicorns. You see, I've been collecting and then reselling these on on the Gary on the Gary Bay on the G Bay. This is how I've been making my money. This is why I quit my job at the school. Are the- I am right now. My mind is split. Why is that, Justin? And I alar between really wanting this to connect to our overall narrative, <laughs> yeah, but also. Really wanting it not to. Being scared of what that means. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I kind of want it to. I don't know if I want it to tie in Uh or definitely, definitely not tie Uh, in. I want it to go hard. I need it to break hard one way or the other. Hey, if you. uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you. It doesn't tie in whatsoever. Oh, good. This is just what grounds he's been up to. This is why he didn't want you in his hut. I just figured I'd wrap that up before we ran out of time. No, uh, good. Because he has porcelain figures and he's very protective of them. Uh, can I? I want to cast detect magic on the porcelain figures just to make sure that there's. They did just tell you. He did just tell you. No, no, no. He did just tell you over the table. There is no connection to I. You you know you never get this in DD. You now have a one hundred percent guarantee gonna, that whatever next comes out of our brother's mouth is a one hundred percent bullshit. I'm just gonna cast detect magic to make sure that he's yeah. not like using like capturing the spirits of actual unicorns. You. No, it's Definitely fine. Yeah, no, go for it. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, I ca- I ca- I I do it. I sense magic to to see what is glowing. Um, tell me, Fitzroy, does Fitzroy have any, uh, interest in the porcelain, uh, unicorn trade? In the port, do I have interest in it? Yeah. No, I don't. Are you asking Griffin or are you asking I'm Fitzroy? asking if Fitzroy, if Fitzroy ever, if this was something that Fitzroy ever had an interest in. No, I think his grandma got him one when he was a kid. 
but he did not. He traded it for a for a you know a shield or something the next day. It's just not his. It's not his thing. Okay, yeah. Uh, you sense no magic. You also right. have no idea if these are actually of any value or not. You don't know if this is a viable business option that Groundsy has created, uh, but he seems pretty excited by it. And it's kind of up to you now if you want to take that away from him or not. I'm not going to destroy his figurines. Well, not just destroy his figurines, Griffin, but really just kind of question his whole thing. You know what I mean? Are you going to make him feel bad about it? No. Hey, I love what you do here, Groundsy, but we got to go. Um, are you going to be able to ride off into the sunset? Now, have we oh, don't worry free? about old Groundsy. Okay, I we clearly have not been doing that, but you may want to get you and your little guys here clear of the school because things are about to go down. Yep, your babies. Okay, how are you going to get over there? But by that's a good question. Yes, did uh, we? Did we, we uh, did we? Uh, we followed the Zorn Tunnel to Groundsies, right? No, no, no. You you snuck around through the edge of okay, the Unknown Forest. Okay, sorry. Yeah. And and so we're you were going so to go from Groundsies to the school via a tunnel. This is where the tunnel's coming. A real tunnel or a tunnel that Zorn is making? The tunnel Zorn is going to make. Got it. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Should we get Groundsies permission before we do this? Uh... Oh, yeah. I'm having a hard time coming up with a way that we make a big portal in here that doesn't disturb his unicorns. Um, yeah, Groundsy, you're gonna, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go, my man. You gotta go right now. We're, and we, you know what? You've been good to us, by which I mean you haven't really bothered us. So we can give you like three minutes to clear out all of your, your unicorns here. But we can are. Can you help to- me pack them up? Of course. Everybody yeah. make a dexterity saving throw. I can't believe we have to do I can't believe you're I can't believe we have to do this. Griffin, dexterity. I got this it. This is my fantasy world. It is. It's important to remember. Uh seven for me. Mm. Dexterity saving throw or just a check? Uh just a check. Yeah, just a check. What's the difference? Hey, saving 16? throw is when something has happened to you yeah, and you you're can trying be to prof- you can be proficient in a saving throw. I got a sixteen plus two, eighteen. Eighteen. Uh yeah, so uh you you are able to get it packed up pretty well. Uh Fearbulg, when you're doing it, there's there's some noises when you put them in the bag. You cover it with a lot of coughs, <laughs> uh, hoping that Groundsy doesn't notice. Uh, but it, you know, we only have to do one wall, right? Uh, well, you're trying to get him out of there entirely, you know. So oh. you're able to, uh, three large sacks of porcelain unicorns. Later, uh, the you have the walls clear and you're ready to move. Okay. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. Now, uh, before we move on, there's one thing. Uh, so someone's going to need to stay to keep an eye on this end of the tunnel to make sure that you aren't attacked from behind. So now you need to make the decision of who stays. Gordy the Lich King, Althea, Hieronymus, or Festo? Hmm. Uh, let's just table talk. I mean, I feel like... Fe- Gordy's very powerful... Yeah, I'm not sure we want to stick Festo back here, though. Or that we want to yeah. stick Gordy all the way. Yeah, I don't know. They're all pretty powerful. Althea's pretty competent. I will say that. Are we leaving somebody behind to just be a watch person? Or Yeah, basically, to there's going to be this big, our rear. There's gonna be this big hole in the ground that goes under the protective bubble around the school into the school. Right. It's really probably not a great idea to just leave that unguarded. As far as we know, Trav, is our is the cover pretty much blown at this point? Are we in like assault mode? Like, no, no you guys passed your your stealth check. That's why you came to this hut, uh, so that they can't see your actions. I mean, at this point, your actions have been undiscovered. I feel like Althea would be a good person to bring with us. Yeah, because she would have juice like in there to to maybe help. You know what? I vote Festo. I think Festo is going to do a good job, but also if something breaks bad, Festo has, I feel like, arcane ways of reaching uh, but, out to you us. You know, Gordy's going to raise a lot of eyebrows in there in a way that Festo wouldn't. That's a good point, Festo. Yeah, that's a good point. Gordy, this is all you. And also, Gordy, if things get too hot out here, you can summon an army of skeletons or something like that. Okay, that's a good point, but you guys have to promise me that you will get to Rainier and you will make sure she's safe. 
We'll get to Rainier and sh- she'll make sure that oh, we yeah. are safe. It'll be like, yeah, it'll be that's fair. Mutual. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Let her know I'm here. Uh, tell her if she needs me. I mean, she can send a raccoon. Um, and uh, we'll reconnect. Uh, and just tell her I'm here, okay? And that everything's going to be fine. And I trust her. Yeah, just, okay. Yes. Go, go, go. You're a good dad, Gordy. Thank you. I try my best. Okay, so you follow the tunnel. You enter through the wall of the practice dungeon in the lower level of the school. It's currently unoccupied. Where do you go from here? Who are you looking for? What is your plan? It's a lot of questions. Um... I mean, we're going to, we don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, it seems to me, like, we don't know who raised this army of demons, mm-hmm. right? We don't know what, what it, like, if we are going to be stealthy, we don't know who we are hiding from, right? Yeah, so at this point, the people who you know the location of, is you know, Rainier is, like, at the main entrance of the school, kind of keeping watch with her little army of skeletal creatures as sentinels. You yeah. know that Gray and Hegelmas are located on the balcony, uh, 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 you know, at the, at the Jackal's balcony, um, and from them is coming this uh, protective net around the school. Uh, past that, you don't really have a lot of um, reconnaissance here inside the school. It seems I I really think we should get to Higglemas and Gray then yeah. to find out if they're the ones who threw up the barrier. They know what they are barriering against. That's fair. I agree. Okay. Okay. So uh, you make your way up uh, to Jackal's office, uh, and you you enter. Uh, Do we see? Wait, I gotta the, give the secret knock. Okay. I gotta give the secret knock. Wow, that's really. It's like yeah, it's well. really difficult to achieve. Yes. Rogue life, man. It's rogue life. Yes. Who is it? It's a trick. Um. It's it's you. <laughs> the fuck? It's yourself from another reality. Okay, wait. Hold on. I'm gonna. It's all I'm part of roll. the codes, Justin. Yeah, it's all, this roll. is all rogue stuff. This, this, listen, our simple druid. Barbarian minds can't possibly conceive of the the level of play that is going on right now. Argo, is that you? Yes, it's me, my friend. Okay, what were you doing with the whole "it's me from another reality" thing? I don't know. It's, it's just gooning around. Okay, get the you fuck know. in here. Yeah, right. Okay, sorry. Uh, you enter and you find uh, in the main uh, office space before you reach the balcony. You find Jackal. Uh, you find Dakota, who is the kind of like social drinking, you know, instructor. Right. Uh, you find Sabor. You find Mosh. Uh, and you find Marie, the healer. Damn, gang's all here. Yeah. Are they unbroken chain gang? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Hi, everybody. What about Ramos and Crabtree? Ramos and Crabtree are not in this room. They're not here. Hey, y'all, what's going on, huh? We left for like a minute to go overthrow kind of society and the economy and stuff. And when we came back, everything had gone all, all, all rotten. So what's, what's the deal? Do any of you have advantage on exposition? That's a good joke, Argo. Um, so basically here's... Everything we know, what we've seen. After you boys left, I was there on my balcony, and suddenly I see coming up from the ground just this horde of demons, a flow of demons. And I assumed they were coming to attack the school. And so I contacted uh, the headmaster, who I guess is a demon prince. And they threw up this barrier, but by the time the horde hit the school, they kind of split around the barrier and positioned themselves on the other side. Something's up. We've stayed in this holding pattern since. 
So nobody's trying to get into the barrier? Things aren't like crashing against the barrier right now? They're just kind of waiting? So far, it seems like they're waiting for something or someone. Something's coming. And where is the barrier? The barrier, are they talking about the barrier outside the school? Yeah, there's a, like okay. a, a net of energy being thrown up by Higgelmas and Gray currently that's separating the school from this horde of demons. Okay. Gray, first of all, way to sort of buck the ex- expectation that you were going to turn on us, although these are demons, Gray. Well, I mean, he- yes, technically they're, I got to do his voice right, hold on. Yes, technically they are demons, and at one point they were my demons, but I don't seem to be able to compel them currently, and I'd rather not be torn apart by my own hellhounds. It's, uh, is ironic the right way? I never know when to use that. Um, hmm, let me think. Maybe if the hellhounds were there as, like, your, like, personal assistance animals, and then they ate you, that would be irony. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure that this specifically qualifies. Um, so you don't know who's in charge of your demons, Craig? Well, I can guess. I'm guessing it's order and chaos. You saw the eyes, right? The white eyes, the demons have the white eyes, just like order and chaos have the white eyes. It seems to be a bit of a control calling card thing. So, okay. Um, Are you asking me why I think they're there? Yeah, I guess so. Well, from everything you've told me, it seems like they're there to give order and chaos the time they need to finish what they're doing. They're to keep you out. Now we're in. Yeah. Yes, Master Fearbog. You've done it. Good job. Uh, the day's ours. <sighs> but, okay, hold on. They wanted to keep us out. The, the next step of this plan, and I don't know who in this room does and doesn't know stuff anymore, but it seems like we've hit in-game, so whatever, was to... T- then destroy the school to sort of further shake things up. Take down Hog, take down the school, and then the whole industry's been upended. So Wait, that's like, the next step of your plan? Our plan, I should say, or Order and Chaos's plan? Our plan, I thought. Our plan was to make more chaos uh-huh. right. than chaos could make. Okay, so, um, ugh, I keep forgetting, um, just how Ooh, wide-eyed and young you boys are. So you came up with a plan. We came up with a plan. And you thought order and chaos, who had their own plan, right, who have shown themselves to be very cold and calculating, would just be like, oh, cool. You do your plan. We'll stop our plan. No, we were going to do it before they could accomplish theirs, which was all-out war. So. Right. Well, it seems like they might have stepped up their timeline a bit. Uh, So to complete your plan, we might have to actively stop their plan. I mean, I can look through my spell book to see if there's anything in there that would just kill 10,000 demons. But it seems seems like Vesta would have told me about that one. Oh, that, that part's easy. Oh, God. You have to get me to that rift. Once I get back into my hell, like you promised, reminder, like you promised, I can take control back. That army will then become an asset for us. Where is the rift? Well, it is sealed in what was the God's Car Chasm, now the God's Car Cavern. Um, but, I mean, bright side, we do know exactly where that is. It's where the Horde of Demons came out of. Uh, so Please. if we can get into that cavern, then, uh, bada bing, bada boom, you get me in to my the rift, then you close the rift, their plan's done, you do your thing, destroy the school, chaos, 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 you win the day. Easy! This sounds reasonable. Um, hey, Gray? Yes? 
do you still have that ring that compels you to tell the truth when you wear it? Our that... best friend ring? Yes. Yes, of course. Can you just slide that right on real quick? Okay, are you trying to see if I'm lying or if you're lying? Just slide the ring on, please, Gray. We okay. are very short on time. Gray puts the ring on. Are you going to just totally bone us as soon as you get back over into the hell dimension and make the armies just, like, tear us limb from limb and all that jazz? You want the honest answer? That's what the ring's for, Gray. <laughs> you know, I hadn't decided yet. I'm probably well, not. Fun. Let me be honest. Probably not. But I'm very mercurial. Yeah. It's part of my charm. I do. Let me be honest. I do like you. You're fun. And this has been a lot of fun. Can I just say, for someone who craves conflict, this has been like the most interesting like week maybe right. I've ever had. So I'm leaning towards not doing that. Okay. That's probably the best we're going to get out of you, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. All right. I want to do an insight check or a perception check to see how Higglemas is taking all this. Okay. Because we're talking about destroying his, his school. Yeah, I don't know that we'd seclude Higglemas into this particular uh, this particular. I thought plot. he was in there. I mean, not oh, in there he's, with us? he's in there. It's just we had not, I think, talked to him about this. Uh, is news. This is news to him and Hieronymus. Yeah. Yeah. So, perception? Uh, uh, insight. That's not going to do it. A six. Um, well, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, while you cannot read their inner thoughts, their outer thoughts are not difficult to read. Uh, Hieronymus especially turns and says, okay, I. I'm following most of this, uh, but so now we're teamed up with Gray. Now that we have a moment to breathe, that's that's what's happening, right? You've signed on with the Demon Prince, who I've spent um, most of my life trying to thwart, mm. and you left him here with my brother and all these students, and you're going to put him back in his seat of power, and then you're going to destroy my school. Am I getting that? Everybody we know has a talent for repeating our plans <laughs> and making them sound bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one's maybe not the best. Listen. It gives one pause. It does. Higglemas. Hieronymus. Your school has accomplished some great things, and it has also graduated some real dildos. So I think that I speak for all of us when I say, you're going to be able to do a lot more good for this world when this school is not your legacy any longer. Hieronymus really takes that in. I think the use of the word legacy... Or dildos. Uh, well, <laughs> dildo legacy... A legacy dildo? No. The use of the word legacy, I think, is really what kind of pushes it over the top for him. Here, we're looking at a man, right, who that is kind of what he's staring down the barrel of at this point, you know, right. uh, what he's leaving behind. And I think the school was meant to be that. Uh, but I think everything that's happened, everything that he has seen now with eyes wide open looking at the Heroic Oversight Guild, uh, you see it sink in. Uh, and he says... Damn it. I'm going to have to find a new job. I mean, adventurer sounds like it suits your capabilities fairly well, doesn't it? You know, can I tell you boys something? For so long, I was so caught up in thinking about myself as a hero and doing heroic things. I've forgotten how much I like the adventure part. You know, this is, it's been a long time since, you know, I've been running through tunnels and picking locks and doing heists and stuff. You know, it's, uh, it would be nice. And on the, uh, on the plus side, also, we avert the apocalypse. There's also that, huge, yeah. Huge upside. All right, I'll make you boys a deal. 
you avert the apocalypse, and I'll shut down the school. What do you think? So you're telling me <laughs> your plan is that we stop the apocalypse and you shut down the school? Well, when you say it like that, Master Fuel, and everybody laughs, everybody has a good <laughs> belly chuckle, and then you hear Grace say, um, sorry, sorry to break up uh, the group laugh sesh, uh, but y'all are probably going to want to see this. Um, and when you look towards where he is looking, you see a figure moving through the horde of demons. And it is a form that you'd recognize from a mile away. It is the Commodore. He moves with purpose. His eyes so white, they are practically glowing. And he looks directly at you, Argo, and smiles, let's say an unhinged smile. And he steps up to the barrier and raises his hands. And even from here, you can see that his hands and arms are the same opalescence as order and chaos. And they are also crackling with power. He reaches out, grabs the barrier, begins to laugh, and then tears it apart with his bare hands. <laughs> 